I'm like genuinely so excited right now. <laughs> this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me because it's just me talking about me. <laughs> it's the me show. Jeez, Shruti, just stop. Okay, now enough. Can you just play the intro music? guys Hi. welcome back to another episode it's our first episode and we really didn't have anyone who was volunteering to speak on this podcast um so we're just going to use a member of our own team um shruti can't believe i'm, I'm going to have to talk to shruti seriously for once but like okay Let's yeah to be honest everyone knows me it's like i'm never serious i don't think i've ever been serious like guys ever. count down from 3 to 1 shruti will burst out laughing <laughs> i kid you not i have tried this before can you actually get going get serious yeah so um we're like a podcast about discussing mental health and stuff and if you guys listen to our last podcast um kind of dry we know but still i did mention that uh, i mean i've been through like depression and i had anxiety for a really long time and like i know i'm not alone in that i know it's extremely common so obviously i want to talk about that today you told me about your depression early mid 9 if i'm not wrong mm-hmm. and um you actually made me tell all your friends like excuse me what guys okay this is <laughs> This is a great story. I yeah, feel like it, anyone it really yeah, like anyone listening to this has to know because that just sets the tone for what kind of person I am so like you understand this better. So like I would say it was in a non exaggerated um, way. No, 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 let me say it. Let me say it. This is my story so now that's the shitty show. <laughs> so, okay. Okay, so it was on my birthday and like you know like um like most birthday parties are just like all your friends go for like a lunch somewhere and you just sit and like have fun mine wasn't very fun <laughs> just, oh that's an understatement so it was fun for like the first half and then after that i don't know why i was so dramatic at that point but i was like this is the perfect moment for everybody i know to know that i was depressed <laughs> So we were sitting there and then I got super emotional about it like I started crying and stuff and everyone around me was like what's going on and it was like a stressed atmosphere <clears throat> and I was like you guys <laughs> I have to tell you something and then I chickened down and I made Sananda tell everybody <laughs> you did you did also, also Shruti couldn't like gather the courage to say anything cuz her best friend wasn't there to support her Simran can you It's true Anisha no. wasn't there Anisha and I went friends then <laughs> Can you just admit you missed me you did miss me you called and you cried to me on the phone <laughs> Okay I'm sure not I did here. Sim. not your guys Yeah okay not, not here not right now but yeah true I did miss him and that was um, real. so when was like the first time you like got to know that you were diagnosed with depression Okay so like basically um what happened was from like I'd say 7th itself like in 7th and 8th I kind of started feeling like lower and like less happy about things and I didn't like care about anything that happened much it was kind of like uh everything that happened was separated from me at least from my emotions by like a film so you know like anything absolutely anything could happen like my sister graduated she went to college none of that really like i didn't really like 
process any of that well like it didn't really like you know it's not like it didn't matter to me at some at some level it was like yes these are important life changing moments but like you know like it's like the tiniest things that used to make me happy or like excited like it just didn't affect me anymore and it's not like i was sad it's just like i think this is something really common obviously i can't speak for everybody who's ever had depression but depression as a whole is not sadness at all it's actually just apathy like you have no emotions whatsoever like any nothing at all it's like like you're living life half asleep so like i felt like that for a long time and okay my memory is really hazy cuz i don't remember what the exact story is but somehow i just felt like i had to tell my mom and tell her that i wasn't feeling okay and we ended up going to like a psychiatrist in june of 2018 and mm-hmm. June 16, 2018 that was the exact day and then i got diagnosed there and obviously like once you get diagnosed there's like two parts basically either you choose to do nothing or you have to go into like medication treatment therapy whatever it is and at that point like okay i was 13 when this happened so um medication at that age is not a good idea at all like medication differs from person to person and like how extreme your illness is and stuff and at my age in my life it was not a good idea at all so the next step was we had to consider a whole bunch of treatments i had to figure out how i was going to lead my life from now on because you know it's it's emotionally really taxing to have to force yourself to start caring about things and force yourself to really do things because yeah. you know you have to but like you don't because that's what's happening that's the problem yeah. so like you know for many weeks i was just kind of lost and like my mom and my family were super worried and we tried so many different things we went to i think like after getting like diagnosed for depression and anxiety i think i went to about eight or nine different doctors just to get a proper diagnosis cuz like my mom was scared it was something really new and like you know in india and in our like the life we live there's a lot of taboo about this you know like no one really like gets diagnosed that often it's not like getting a fever or a cold or something like you never it's really hear these things yeah exactly like it's not it's something to be treated as different yeah. yeah and because of that we were like really in it was in it was out of the blue we were like in completely foreign territories so we had to do a lot of lot of research and honestly i recommend this if you feel like you have something going on with you or if you feel like you need to see like a psychiatrist therapist whatever it is once you go to them do your research because having those drugs at my age would have been like really bad for my health and more than that you know different treatments work for different people and you need to find out what works for you as well So first I did um homeopathic medicines and I know like you know it's very debatable like is it a placebo effect whatever it is um I don't know if it was placebo but it definitely worked for me for 6 months I was on those tablets and like at the end of 6 months I actually felt pretty fine like I was like wow life is good I can feel things again this is great and That's then up. yeah I know thank you but then after that um like a month or so after i stopped so this was i got diagnosed in june right so i took tablets till december and then um 
I think January, I was off tablets, off any kind of like treatment, going to doctors, nothing, absolutely nothing. I was just living my life. But then like, okay, so my therapist told me this once, like when you, your mind um, actually loves to hold on to stuff like depression because, you know, it's so deeply affecting even though I only had a very mild form of it I wasn't even that far and I was actually pretty okay it took me barely any time to get back to normal but Mm. like it's really hard to let go of it you know like it took me a month without tablet stops and I was back to feeling like that so this time around we were like this is not working out we should probably try something else because the thing about tablets is the more you take them the more dependent you are on them as well yeah, and like, sense. obviously, I'm no one to give medical advice, but I didn't want to be dependent on a bunch of tablets. <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah, so I went okay. for therapy uh, hmm. for another six months. This is the funny part. Okay, so I thought my whole problem here was depression, right? Like I went to therapy, I was like, yeah, hi, therapist, I'm depressed. And then like, <laughs> my depression <laughs> was solved in like two therapy sessions. But I still did what? therapy for six months Whoa. because it turns out my real problem that I should have been working out was not depression at all. That was easily solved. It was anxiety. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, I, I worked wow. on my anxiety for six more months after wow. two therapy sessions, after which I was perfectly normal. Like, you know, the me you know now was the mm-hmm. same me I was back then after two therapy sessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how yeah. I came here. <laughs> That's all it took. <laughs> um, something just hit me. Like, I remember the day you told me. It was, I don't remember the exact date, but it was um, when we were going to French tuition, if I'm not wrong. It was in your house. And um, the French came, tuition, not, I mean, not the French tuition, me telling you was in my house. Uh, yeah. Oh my, oh. <laughs> <sighs> Why did I just... Okay, fine. Yeah, Shruti, because that wasn't implied. Okay. Yeah, so um, that, it, it, it was kind of a shock. The depression part, not French tuition. But like, uh, I remember you talking to me. Like, I, I had a hard time understanding quite clearly what was actually going on. Yeah, and when too. I asked you to elaborate a, a bit more, you were like, it was some sort of hormone imbalance. Can you elaborate a bit on that? Ah, yeah. Okay, so that was basically, you know, like, I spoke about this last podcast as well, when um, people asked us, how is this going to help teenagers? So, you know, teenage, like, medically also, again, not a person to be giving medical advice. This is just what I've gathered. But, you know, it's a time, everybody knows, like, you go through puberty, you're really, like, moody, you have, like, whole bunch of issues going on with your body. So one of those issues that you can get, like these depressive swings and this, um, I don't think anxiety is affected by it. Uh, Again, I don't know for sure, but at least my anxiety wasn't. But like my depression was around like, you know, 13 is the cusp of teenage. Like that's when you really get into stuff. So at that time, um, my hormones, or at least the ones that are pre- supposed to be producing my happy hormones, way to go on that. But anyway, um, they malfunctioned. And yeah, that's, it's honestly like the cause was not even, I had a perfectly good life. Like my life was, I had no problems 
at least no significant problems yeah. like you know homework and stuff is everybody's problem but i didn't have yeah. like deep dark things going on yeah like, like i remember <laughs> i remember when you told me you kind of said this like thing that kind of put it into perspective but i was very confused when you said i'm depressed so i didn't really you know cuz people get sad about things that happen but i asked you a reason why and you were like there is no particular reason and then you told me that it's like you're stuck in this big hole and you just don't know how to get out of it like this is what you how you explained it to me so i think that really yeah. helped explain what depression actually feels like right cuz you really didn't know what was happening to you yeah like i felt like i'd fallen into a hole and like that's exactly the example i gave yeah. you right like it was like a pit and then like all around me like outside the pit life was going on as normal everything was just moving but like i was in the pit and i also didn't feel the need to climb out of the pit like you know yeah. when you normally have problems you kind of like i want to solve this and move on with like my happy life but then i was just yeah. in there like this pit is great i'm just chilling here <laughs> that was that was the problem yeah so you said that you were in that pit and you didn't feel like coming out like did you never feel like coming out of that pit i mean after like like you know i think the first sign that i wanted to get out of that pit was telling my mom that something's going wrong like i want help i don't think this is going fine so i think that was i don't you know in hindsight i don't even know why i did that or how i came to that but like yeah i mean since i was di- diagnosed with a really mild form of it i still had like that semblance of normal so i was like i do want to get out of this pit at some point but yeah. the immediate experience like at that time is just the pit so you you literally just mentioned that you were in a pit and nothing actually motivated you to come out of it like you didn't feel the need to like what comes to mind or is there any particular person or situation that comes to mind when i ask you what exactly like when did it hit you that you wanted to get better like what made you think that oh my god what am i doing to myself like why why is this happening i want to get better okay so like um Well firstly I mean I never I'm going to have to disagree a little bit because like it's never like what am I putting myself to or something like kind of out of my control uh which is also something I saw as a huge problem because everyone was like you can just get better but you can't right like yeah. when you have a cold you can't just be like oh I'll will all the germs out of my body <laughs> so yeah. it's like it's a bigger problem so yeah. yeah but like yeah the actual point of the question Yeah so the whole reason I got better is mostly due to like two aspects of my life one is my family and the other is um as much as I hate to say it it's sibling <laughs> like generally though because like you oh know during that time I like cut off a lot of people and like I wasn't talking to anybody properly and like I had a lot of like issues yeah, me. with my social life and my personal life and like I think Simon was like the only person maybe apart from Meghna but like Simon was the only person who actually like stuck by me through everything and like gave me the space to be myself and like deal with everything that was going on and that was like a huge reason of why I actually got better Simon stop crying <laughs> oh, no. oh my god 
but yes yeah. i don't think you can see me but i'm so frustrated right now because i had to face the brunt of her pushing me away and it and 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 like yeah but that's the thing right like we all like do things in our everyday lives we don't know like who's going through what and how we might for sure helping. for sure yeah exactly you know i have to give props to simka for that because like you know we were like 13 year olds okay and mm-hmm. no one has that much emotional intelligence also so like yeah it's because of my family and it's because of simin that's the last time i'll say that <laughs> dude yeah <laughs> i was like pretty freaked out i'm like i don't know what to do i don't know what to do. it was dude, like, i've been in that situation so many times and i like don't know <laughs> I don't know how to help the person yeah. like no matter like what they're going through and like I feel like you do as as like a third person watching like Shruti <laughs> without interacting like she's like slightly happier whenever she's around Simran and I was like yeah. oh that's really cute <laughs> you make Simran sound <laughs> like my serotonin supply or something bro <laughs> she, she might as well be let's not I wasn't I wasn't here. happier I was just like comfortable like You were with all that because Sim was there. You 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 seemed relieved because she wasn't pressuring you to like interact yeah. with her, forcing you to talk, like try to get you happy. She was just there. Yeah, that's what I guess. Yeah, that's exactly. Opinion, that's yeah. what works the best. You can't really exactly. You can't even give that person a pep talk at that point. You just have to be. I know. Have, yeah, like, yeah. You like you just have to sit next to them and like yeah. you don't even have to say anything. You just need to like give presence. That's exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you guys thank you so so much for listening. This is the end of part 1 of um my narration of my story with depression. Uh we if you're interested we're going to be coming out with a part 2 where I'm going to talk about how this changed me as a person and changed my lifestyle and my perspective on things. I'd love to answer more questions from you guys in part 2. So let me know if you have any. So guys hope you all found this informative we're open to any suggestions and feedback that you guys have thank you for listening